1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God and the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am. I'm seated right now in the heavenly realms, in the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine. And I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. The day my mind is alert, my spirit is receptive, as I am taught the Word of God, my life is changed for the better, and I will never be the same again. Amen. You may be seated. And if you would, this morning, turn in your Bible to the book of Habakkuk. And you might say, Austin, where is that book? Well, look in your table of contents, and I'll give you a little bit extra time to find it. Amen. It's in the Old Testament. We're starting a new series today. This congregation is a blessed congregation. And this is our declaration that in our lives, in our families, the church, the school, the devourer is rebuked, the windows of heaven are open, and the Lord our God is pouring out so much blessing we can't contain it. And in this new series, the thesis is that you can take charge of your own life and you can change your life for the better by taking action now. You can take action now, today, for a better tomorrow. Now today, I'm going to do something that's a little bit unusual for me, and I'm going to, I know I don't have much hair, but I'm going to let down my hair just a little bit. So tell, tell your neighbor, say, don't be offended. Tell your other neighbor, say, don't be offended. In all of our lives, we have to take action where we're at, at the level that we're at. You, you can't take action at a level you're not at. I can't take action at a level I'm not at. You know, I, I imitate my father. I imitate his life. I imitate how he serves the Lord. But I'm not at my father's level. I'm 39. I'm not at his level yet. And so I have to imitate him, but I have to do that at my own level. Because if you don't, you quickly get into trouble. Amen. Faith is a starting point. And faith is the starting point for each of us in our walk with God. Faith is fundamental. Faith is essential. Faith is the foundation, the beginning of a successful life. But faith is not all there is to building a successful life. Action is required. Tell your neighbor, say, action is required. Tell your other neighbor, say, action is required. Now, any father's had this experience if you wait till the night before Christmas to start putting stuff together. You know, and there's a big gift, and it says, assembly is required. And I don't know who's in charge of those instructions, or the pictures, or the manuals, 
but somehow it is never helpful. And the pictures never look like what you have. And you know, you put it all together, and then there, there are some pieces, some parts, some screws, and various things left over. So I've learned in my own life, you know, get, get some help from somebody who's done that before. Amen. The point is, assembly is required. And with the things of God and with faith, action is required. When Ken and Lynette Hagen were just here for the Living Faith Crusade, one day at my father's house, my father asked Ken Hagen the same question that I asked my father many, many years ago after a Dad Hagen meeting in Denver. Why has this message worked so profoundly in your life when in the lives of so many it hardly produced any results or fruit? Why in the lives of some do they seem to make dramatic progress over time, and in the lives of some they, they seem to make no progress at all? And this was Ken Hagen's answer. He said, well, people don't all take action to the same degree. There's more to it than just hearing the message and believing the message. There's more to it than just hearing the message and believing the message. Action is required. Tell your neighbor, say, action is required. Action is required. So when Ken Hagen Jr. said this, the Holy Spirit whispered to my father, you've got to run with the vision. Tell your neighbor, say, run with the vision. Tell your other neighbor, say, run with the vision. And that's what Habakkuk 2 and verse 2 says, the Lord replied, write down the revelation, make it plain on tablets so that a herald, what's a herald? Someone that proclaims, someone that tells, someone that shouts as loud as they can, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. To run with it, not to sit on it, not to think about doing it, not to wait a decade or two to get started or to take action, not to wait a decade or two to start obeying God or to start doing what's right. No, to run with it and then to keep running with it and running with it all the days of our lives. Tell your neighbor, say, run with the vision. Tell your other neighbor, say, run with the vision. And that, that's the title of today's message. You've got to run with the vision. The Apostle John wrote in 1 John 5 and verse 4, this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. I don't need to know everything. I don't even need to understand everything. I just need to know God. I just need to know his word. I just need to take God at his word. I just need to take action on his word. And here's a fundamental key. I just need to take action on the word I've already heard. There are a lot of people, and they're of, they're of the mindset that they got to go to this, they got to go to that. If they could just get someone else to lay hands on them, that, that that's going to fix all their problems. It's not. Action is required. Smile at your neighbor and tell them, say, action is required. Action is required. And I, I've known many believers over the years, and they, they love the Lord. They love his word. They know his word. They've heard his word. But they are not doers of the word. And that's why they're always looking for a miracle. That's why they're always looking for someone to lay, lay hands on them to fix the problem. Action is required. Action is required. So in my life, I've just got to take action on the word. And in my life, I just got to take action on the word that I've already heard. 
Live your life by the rules of faith and not fear. And if you'll do that, your faith will make you a winner in this life. Live your life by the rules of faith, not fear. And faith in God and faith in his word and the action you take, it'll make you a winner in this life. So in my parents' living room, just a few weeks ago, Ken Hagen Jr. said, people don't take action to the same degree. There's more to it than just hearing the message and believing the message. You got to run with the vision. Tell your neighbor again, say, run with the vision. Tell your other neighbor, say, run with the vision. Habakkuk 2 and verse 2, the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a, a herald may run with it. Now I'm going to tell some stories from my father's life, and I'm going to also tell some of my own. And these were things that I saw and witnessed growing up in the church. In February of 1993, my parents were in Tulsa for Winter Bible Seminar, and that was at Raymond Bible Church there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, there, there are times, you know, we live in interesting days. You know, last Sunday I had sport coat and jeans on. Today I'm dressed up a little bit more. You know, I know there are certain things that are popular. Aaron often says people don't realize how old-fashioned and traditional, and I am. I'm not into what's popular. I'm not into what's cool. I'm into what's right. And I'm about the Word of God and how we can apply the Word of God to our everyday lives. Because that's what works. So I'm not an entertainer. You know, some people, they, they want entertainment. I'm not a showman. I'm not like Hugh Jackman in The Greatest Showman. I'm a servant of the Most High God. And it is his word that can change our lives. You might say, where is he going with this? Well, there, there are times, and my, my father will ask me, Austin, if you and your family lived in Tulsa, and you had a sick child where would you go to church? And where would you take that child to be prayed for? And my answer is always the same. I take that child to Ramah, and I would ask Ken or Lynette Hagen to lay hands on that child. See, when a, a child is sick in their body and they need a healing from God, cool isn't the answer. You know, somebody could have the latest haircut, the latest skinny jeans, but, but that, that, that's not where the power of God is. So all those years ago, 1993, my parents were in Tulsa for Winter Bible Seminar. After one of the services at the hotel they were at, they saw Dad and Aretha Hagen walk in with John and Dodie Osteen. And my parents had never been taught this. They looked at each other, and my father said, to my mom, he said, okay. My mom wrote out a check for $2,500 to Kenneth and Aretha Hagen. And there on the notation, she wrote, Days of Heaven Upon the Earth. And she gave that to them. And we, we have been living in days of heaven upon the earth ever since. When we first moved in this building, my, my father did a series of days of heaven upon the earth. I remember that was the year Jessica and I were, were married, and we, we have been living in the fruit of that ever since. Now, my parents had not been taught that. They had never done anything like that before. They simply stepped out in faith and took action on the word that they had heard that week. And my father has often said that that night, was the watershed event of their lives financially. Growing up and hearing these stories and seeing my parents and what they did, growing up, I imitated my parents. When I would travel with my father and go to Kenneth Hagin meetings or go 
to Los Angeles and sit and hear Fred Price and go to this and go to that. When I traveled with my parents as a young man, junior high, high school, I always gave in the offerings that were received. I was also a blessing to great men and women of God. You could ask Aaron Wood in junior high and high school when Aaron Wood would take me to Winter Bible Seminar. I would often walk up to the front after the service. An usher would see me and motion to me, letting me know it was okay for me to approach Dad Hagen, who was up there in his years at that time, and I would approach him. I, I just greet him briefly, shake his hand, and I would put a blessing in his hand. And the day someone might ask, why are Austin and Jessica so blessed? Well, we have imitated my parents, and we have been taking action not just for years, but decades. You know, I'm, I'm 39, I'm about to be 40, so I don't want to make a negative confession, amen? But we, we've been doing this for a while. So our pastors have been running with the vision, but in imitating them, Jessica and I have been running with the vision. Now, there are some believers, and they look for ways to avoid taking action. They're what I call action avoiders. You know, we don't always comment on everything, but God gave me eyes, and I, I see certain things. You know, there are, there are people, and it's just amazing how that they're never here on a special offering Sunday. I say, I told you I was going to let down my hair just a little bit. There, there, are, there are some believers, and it's amazing, but they're not here for the power lunch. They're not here for the guys' night. They're not here for the week of increase. They're not here for the Holy Week revival. And, and I see now as a young man that that part of it is they've heard the word. They've been taught the word. They know the Lord's going to move on their heart to take action, to participate, to be a blessing. And so in their minds, by being absent, they're off the hook. But they're not hindering the blessings of Faith Christian Center. Whose blessings are they hindering? They're hindering their own blessings. But think about how silly that is. You know, in March when it's my birthday, if maybe my parents were out of town and I noticed, hey, they didn't get me anything. They didn't even get me a card. If I said to my father, Dad, you didn't get me anything. They didn't even get me a card. Well, it'd be silly if he said, well, Austin, we were out of town. We were outside the boundaries of the Metroplex so we're off the hook for your birthday. <laughs> but how, how was I raised? How was Jessica raised? If we, we were on vacation today, we would still participate. We would still be watching online. We would still participate. So again, someone might say, why are they so blessed? How are they so blessed? Well, we're not action avoiders. We, we look for opportunities to take action. We look for opportunities to be a blessing. We look for opportunities for the Lord to speak to us and for us to do what the Lord would have us do. Every time Jessica and I go to Houston, we give and we're a blessing to Lakewood Church, but we also always put a seat of honor into the hands of Joel and Victoria Osteen. They're blessed. They don't need anything from us, but it is about being a blessing, and it is about sowing, because if we don't sow, we will not reap, and we're always a blessing to Dodie Osteen, and I know the Lord smiles upon that. What did Jesus say in Luke 6, 38? Give, and it will be given unto you. But there are believers, and they, they've been in church, they've been in church, they've been in church, and they're praying that it would be given unto them. They're, they're hoping that it would be given unto them. Maybe even they're fasting that it would be given unto them. But why has it never been given unto them? They've missed the first part, which is the action part. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure, who uses that you use in your life, in your home, in your family, and with God, 
and with your husband or wife and with your children. With the measure you use, it will be measured back unto you. That's why I'm saying all the time, it's not just about being generous with God. You've got to be generous with your husband or wife. You've got to be generous with your children. We give, and it is given back unto us 30, 60, and 100 fold. And as we say all the time, whatever we give, whatever we do, God replaces and he multiplies. But without the seed, there is no harvest. Proverbs 18 and verse 16 says, a gift opens the way for the giver and ushers him into the presence of the great. I like to say it this way, a gift makes a way. Your gift, your seed will make a way for you. Your gift, your seed, it will pay the way for you. So over the years, as my parents went to special services, they, they didn't just hear the word. They didn't just believe the word. No, they also took action, and that's the difference. You've got to run with the vision. Tell your neighbor, say, run with the vision. You've got to run with it. And the key to a blessed life is the right, consistent, repeated action. Not just once, but again and again and again. If you had a salad this week, good for you. But one salad is not your answer. If you walked outside this week, good for you. But one walk is not your answer. If you sat out in the sun a little bit at Starbucks, got some sun, because now outdoor seating is allowed. Amen. Good for you. It is taking the right action again and again, and again, and again. That leads to a blessed life. You gotta keep taking and making the right action again, and again, and again. And not just in your finances, but in every area of life. You gotta keep pressing. So many people do one thing, or they take action one time, and then they sit down. That is not enough. You gotta run with the vision. The key to a blessed life is the right action. Repeat it consistently again and again and again. So my parents didn't just hear and believe the word they heard. No, they took action on the word they heard. And that's the difference. And so while some made no progress over the years, how did my parents, how did our pastors make so much progress? They ran with the vision. Tell your neighbor, say, run with the vision. Tell your other neighbor, say, run with the vision. Think about this from the Gospels. Jesus ministered here on planet Earth for three and a half years. It changed the lives of some. Some were healed. Some were set free. Some were delivered. Some became followers of Jesus, and they forever changed the world. Yet there were those that, him being here, it didn't do them any good at all, like the religious leaders. They didn't love him. They had no room and their hearts for Jesus or his word. They would not receive from him. They never took action on anything, he said. Amazing. They refused to believe. They refused to take action. The one that they had waited for was right there with them, yet it did them no good. It is taking God at his word that changes our lives. And our action is evidence that we believe the word and we've heard the word. Our action is evidence that we have taken God at his word. It's not fasting or long hours of prayer that build up faith. You know, I've done that. I've tried that. If I could just pray one more hour, if I could just twist the arm of God, 
If I could just skip one more meal. It is not fasting or long hours of prayer that builds up faith. It is taking God at his word, believing his word, confessing his word, and taking action upon his word. That is what builds up our faith. And that's why we're here at Faith Christian Center. We're, we're constantly motivating you to take action. Tell your neighbor, say, take action. Yes. Tell your other neighbor, say, take action. Yes. And that's why when a couple is in need of marriage counseling, if they call the church office and they ask Wendy Hughes for the pastoral appointment form, there, there's a bunch of questions on there, but they're all related to this issue of action. Have you been taking any action? Have you been in church? Have you been in the marriage and family class? Have you been doing this? Have you been doing that? Because for things to get better, for things to improve, for things to change, there must be action. So that day at my parents' house a few weeks ago, Ken Hagen Jr. said, people don't all take action to the same degree. There's more to it than just hearing the message and believing the message. You got to run with the vision. October of 1993, that same year, in October of 1993, God moved upon my father's heart to give and to sow something that was important to him. The desire of my father's heart had been a Harley-Davidson motorcycle, and he had made an arrangement with the dealer outside Cincinnati, Ohio, and any time he had spare money, he would send that money to the dealer. Eventually, enough money had been set aside that my father owned his first Harley-Davidson, and he owned it debt-free. But that summer, as my father prayed about the fall challenge offering, the Lord moved upon my father's heart to give to sow that Harley-Davidson in the fall challenge offering. That motorcycle was the first brand new thing my father owned that meant anything to him, and the Lord said, give it. But that reminds me of Matthew 6 and verse 33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. You know, today, my, my father doesn't have any motorcycles, but anything that he wants to drive, he has. But what made the way? What paid the way? It is the seeds that were sown many, many years ago. My father sold that motorcycle and gave the $15,000 from the sale of that into the fall challenge offering in 1993. With today's inflation, that would be more than $67,000. He gave that motorcycle. He, he sowed it. Within 60 days, my parents received a 60-fold return. They went to a new level of blessing. Reminds me of what Ken Hagen Jr. said. People don't all take action to the same degree. There's more to it than just hearing the message and believing the message. And part of going to new levels of blessing is, as God blesses you, operating at those new levels. You know, when I was a young man in junior high and high school, and I would go with Aaron to Winter Bible Seminar, I was in junior high. So in those days, those years, $100 meant a lot to me. And so when I would greet Dad Hagen, I would sow. I would be a blessing to him with $100. But I'm 39 years old. I ought to operate at a different level today. He's quiet. See, this, this is part of going to new levels. So maybe when... You and your wife were dating. You went to Chili's. Been married 20, 30 years. <laughs> Got to operate at new levels. Greater blessing requires greater responsibility. And if you want God to take you from this level to the next level, you've got to be generous at the level you're at 
not generous at the level you were at 10 years ago. We get in our ruts. We get in our habits. We get in our patterns, and we have to watch that. We have to ask the Lord what to do and be led by the Holy Spirit. we got to run with the vision. Tell your neighbor, say, run with the vision. Tell your other neighbor, say, run with the vision. Every seed produces after its own kind, and every seed sown in good soil produces a harvest. But remember, some believers, they look for ways to avoid taking action, like maybe somebody in my family missing my birthday on purpose, and I'm kidding about that, amen. But see, everybody can relate to that example. Some believers look for ways to avoid taking action. They are action avoiders. I'm an action taker. I look for ways to take action. You know, when I, when I come home and Jessica tells me that the Lord put it on her heart to do this or that, to give this or that away, as her husband, I never say no. The Lord has led her to do something. If the Lord has put on her heart to give something, to be a blessing with something, I always say yes. And I, I've been a little blue because she's been giving away all the baby stuff. <laughs> but whatever we give, God replaces and multiplies. Amen. And so if there's another blessing, I know the Lord will bless us with better. Amen. Hopefully she's not listening right now. Amen. Wednesday night, my father mentioned the time the church bought cars for missionaries Bud and Faye Sickler in Kenya. In those years, it was tight for the church. My father had given Bud his word, but time had gone by and things were tight. So my father wrote a personal check to the church to cover it. And I know Bud Sickler, he was always a good steward. He, he drove that car until literally the wheels were falling off. It was unsafe. Amen. So he, he, he maximized that blessing to its full potential. Over the years, there have been all kinds of opportunities to give and to be a blessing and take action. Growing up in church, I always participated. I never let the bucket pass me by. When monies were received to bless missionaries Bud and Faye Sickler with this or that or with the vehicle or monies were received to bless pastors Joshua and Margaret there in Mombasa with this or that or with the vehicle or when a few years ago monies were received to bless missionaries Dave and Becky Smith with a down payment for a home here locally after they had served their entire lives on the mission field or when Tef Shuttlesworth is here with us Jessica and I participate we take action we both grew up taking action. We take action all the time. When we're not action avoiders, we're looking for ways to take action. And so someone could ask the question, Austin, why are you so blessed? Our seeds have paid the way. Our seeds have made the way. When it comes to cars or vehicles or transportation, why do we not lack? We have car seed in the ground. We have transportation seed in the ground. When it comes to clothes, we do not lack. Why? We have clove seed in the ground. You're, you're never. You know, I know sometimes people drive by. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. Amen. But, but if someone driving by our street, you're, you're never going to see a sign that says garage sale Lingerfelt residence. We don't, we don't take things that uh, we're no longer using or wearing and and spend all day out in the sun or out in the cold to try and make $50. No, our Lord is Jehovah Jireh. Amen. And so we, we don't wear things out. We don't use things up. We, we take care of our things. We're good stewards of our things. And then we, we give them away to be a blessing. And that's why in these areas of our lives, we do not lack any good thing. 
When it comes to furniture, we do not lack. Why? We have furniture seed in the ground. You know, maybe two years ago when we gave away all the uh, baby boy furniture. I'm going to get misty. I'm talking about this. And we, we gave it away. The, the, the man that takes care of our yard, I didn't know it. We offered it to him, to his family. I didn't know. One of his sons, they had just had their first baby. And so we opened up where we had storage on our property. And uh, I offered to them everything they wanted to take. And I'm not bragging on me. It's what I was taught by my father. So like he runs with the vision, we're running with the vision. So when it comes to furniture, why do we not lack? Well, we have furniture seed in the ground. When it comes to housing, why do we not lack? We have house seed in the ground. Every seed produces after its own kind. And seed sown in good soil, it produces a harvest. February of 1997, how did the church go from three and a quarter acres at I-30 to 55 acres today on this beautiful campus in this beautiful building? Everything paid off. No debt on anything. In 1997, the Lord challenged my father for the church to cover the roof for Elam's new church building in Mombasa. At the time, it would be the largest church structure in East Africa. The roof ended up costing in those years $600,000. Today, with inflation, that would be nearly $3 million. The Lord told my father, you don't think you can, but you can. You've heard him tell that when God spoke to him to do that. At the time, that the church only had just over $120,000 cash on hand. But the Lord challenged my father. He told him, you don't think you can, but you can. And you've heard my father say in those years, the church passed the money test. And my, and my father, my parents, they passed the money test. And today, we're on this beautiful campus. Now, if we had not done that, if those seeds had not been sown, we would still be up there at I-30. We would still be meeting at 1701 North Fielder Road today. You've got to run with the vision. The seed makes a way. The seed sown pay the way. You've got to run with the vision. Habakkuk 2 and verse 2, write down the vision and make it plain on tablets so a herald may run with it. Tell your neighbor, say, run with it. Run with Tell your other neighbor, say, run with it. Run with it. Kenneth Hagin, dad... Kenneth Hagin Sr. would often say, the reason the Lord isn't doing more in our lives is because we're not believing him for more. So you got to believe God for more. If you've been comfortable and content at the level you're at, God has more for you. And even if you don't want to do any more, believe God for more so you can be a greater blessing to others, to your family, to those in need, to the kingdom of God. Many run with the vision for a while, but not many keep running and running with the vision. And we should run with the vision until the day we're in the presence of Father God. You got to run with the vision. The debt on this land and building started at $12.1 million in 2006. In January of 2018, the debt had been paid down to $5.27 million. The Lord told my father to quit fooling around and to get it paid off. The Lord gave my father a plan, a vision for Easter Sunday, 2018. The Lord told my parents to personally commit to give a million dollars. The Lord told my father what seed to sow to pay the way for their commitment. The Lord told my father to sow a seed of $10,000 to doctors Fred and Betty Price and to believe him for a hundredfold return. The Lord told my father what confession to make and how to believe God for the money to come in above and beyond so it would not cost him anything. And we know the result. By November of 2020, 
Faith Christian Center owed nothing on this property and building. The result, my parents have finished their million dollar commitment and it has not cost them anything. Amen. Praise God. We, we've not gone backwards. Amen. I know I'm still going to get cake and something for my birthday. Amen. So we, we, it, there, it's a lie of the enemy that if you serve the Lord, you're going to go backwards. If you serve the Lord, you're going to do without. Matthew 6, Matthew 6, Matthew 6. We seek first the kingdom of God and all these things. What things? The things that people in the world, they spend all their time trying to get. We put God first, and these things are added to us. Blessings chase us down. So they, they have not gone backwards. You're not going to go backwards taking action and doing what's right. You're not going to go backwards serving the Lord. In the spring of 2018, when my father called men to make public commitments, on that Sunday, Jessica and I committed to give $100,000 on top of any outstanding commitments we had at the time. So that Sunday, our outstanding commitment actually stood at $111,000. And ever since, we've taken constant action toward our commitment. We've also given above and beyond our outstanding commitment in every challenge offering. Our commitment today is nearly two-thirds done. And since Easter of 2018, God has enabled Jessica and I to give more than $87,000 above and beyond just in challenge offering monies. That's above and beyond the tithe. That's above and beyond the St. Paul Scholarship Fund. That's above and beyond the freedom. That's above and beyond giving and being a blessing to Tiff Shuttlesworth for his crusades. That's above and beyond everything else. But I am here to report, we have not gone backwards. No, in these last few years, we have forcefully advanced. Our family has grown. Debt has gone down. Cash has gone up. We are more blessed than ever, and we do not lack for or want any good thing. So this is very real for me because in 2018, when my father did what the Lord put on his heart, I call it the year of commitment. There were some that I knew and loved, some that I had even grown up with, and they decided that it was too much commitment for them. But I, I stood with my father that day, and we are walking in greater blessing than ever before. You will not go backwards putting God first. And I know we live in a culture where the, the common, the popular thing is to, to water things down, to tell people that they don't have to do anything, to tell people that they can make the, the, the minimum, lowest commitment to God, to their wife or husband, to whatever they do, and that whatever the results are, that's the will of God. That is a lie. Life is what you make it. Life with God is what you make it. And if you want to change your life for the better, it is about the action you take. And that's why we're starting this new series, Taking Action Today for a Better Tomorrow. Not just in this area of life, but in every area of life. I'm here to tell you today, you will not go backwards putting God first. You will not be diminished putting God first. You will not do without putting God first. Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give unto you the desires of your heart. You got to run with the vision. Tell your neighbor, say, run with the vision. Tell your, tell your other neighbor, say, run with the vision. So, so some might be offended by the vision, 
don't be offended by the vision. Run with the vision. And so my, my parents, our pastors, they've run with the vision, Jessica and I, at our own level. We're running with the vision. And God, as we do that, God's blessing us. And God's taking us to new levels. You can't run with the vision at a level you're not at. But you can run with the vision at a level you are at. And if you run with the vision at the level you are at, God will take you to new levels and to greater levels. Habakkuk 2 and verse 2, write down the revelation and make it plain. So, so it's not difficult. It's not beyond comprehension. It's not some deep, secret, spiritual mystery. It's plain. Our responsibility is the action we take. Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so a herald may run with it. None of this would have happened without taking action. None of this would have happened without obeying God. None of this would have happened without being led by the Holy Spirit. Your seed will make a way. Your seed will pay a way. Some believers look for ways to avoid taking action. They are action avoiders. I'm an action taker. Why don't we say this? Say, I'm an action taker. You got to run with the vision. The key to a blessed life is the right action. Consistent, repeated, again and again and again. You've got to run with the vision. The Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so a herald may run with it. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.